Amen. 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 So as I begin to think about, you know, and pray about God, okay, what do you, now, now that this is here, what do you want me to, to preach about this morning? What do you want to say to Sanctuary Family Worship Center? And there were thoughts and thoughts and different things that ran through my mind. As many of you know, if you've watched the news, you can see so many things that could be talked about and addressed. And they should be. They should be addressed, and we need to address them. But today I felt God just saying, I want you to ask them one question. So today it's not going to be some deep theological this or that or the other. It's going to be a simple, this is what God, I believe God is saying to us in this season. And it was a reminder for me, and I hope that it was a reminder, it's, it'll be a reminder for you as we go into the Word this morning. The, the question that I want us to ask ourselves this morning is, am I in love with Jesus? Simple. Am I in love with Jesus? Now, you may say, you may say to yourself, well, of course, Pastor, I'm in love with Jesus. That's the right thing to say, right? We all say that, and we're quick to say that. Even myself, if, if you were to come to me and say, hey, do you love Jesus? Absolutely, 100%. The Bible says it. That's why I love Jesus. But do we really love Jesus? Do we really love Jesus? That seems to be a a quick 100% yes in some places. But today I want to challenge you with this. I hope that just like myself as I was preparing this message, I went from, yes, I love Jesus, of course I do, to, do I really love Jesus? I hope that we walk away today asking ourselves that question, do I really love Jesus and why? And today, uh, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, uh, loving someone comes easy whenever we know that person. I love each and every one of you because I know who you are, right? I've developed a relationship with you. And for instance, let's, let's just use my wife as an example because she's not here right now this morning. So, I love my wife and my child, and nothing forces me to love them. I just do. It just comes naturally. And that's because I've spent time with her. I've spent time with my son. I've spent uh, uh, long hours of, of talking with them. And even before, even before we were married, uh, and maybe someone can relate to this, I, the first time I seen my wife, I said, I'm going to marry that woman. That's, that's going to be my girl right there. As a matter of fact, I have a sto- I'm going to tell you a quick story. Is, um, uh, I had a roommate in college. I love him dearly. But I caught wind of, of him catching feelings for my girl. And I wasn't going to have that. No, I wasn't going to have that. So I sat him down and I said, listen, buddy, I love you, but you better back off because I will fight you. Okay, this is my girl. I love her. I already know that I'm going to marry her, so you better just back off. And that's a true story. I will, I will say that as a true story. And it all ended up fine, right? Uh, he's married with his wife, and I'm married with my wife. So maybe that was the Lord speaking through me. I don't know. But I love my wife because I've spent time with her, getting to know her, getting to know her character and everything about her. And, you know, my wife and I are, will be married four years in July, which is nothing, right, compared in the grand scheme of things for people like my mom and dad who've been married 30 years or someone who's been married 40 or 50. I'm not, you know, looking around here, but uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's nothing. But as you spend time with a person and you get to know them, you love them even more and come to a deeper understanding of who that person is. 
and you understand, you understand, man, this is why I really love that person. Oftentimes I have to, I have to, you know, it's not a, it's not a bad thing to ask someone or some yourself maybe, why do I love this person? Remind yourself why you love that person. And today that's what I want us to do. I want us to ask ourselves, why am I in love with Jesus? And do I really love him the way that I ought to? Am I really loving him the way that I should? Am I in love with Jesus, or do I just like the idea of who Jesus is? There's lots of people who know who Jesus is. And in fact, there's other religions who believe in Jesus. They believe he was a good teacher, a good prophet, and all this other stuff. They don't believe he's the son of God, but they believe in him, and they believe that he's a good guy. Do I love Jesus? Am I really, truly in love with Jesus, or do I just like the idea of who Jesus is? That's what I want to talk about today. You know, we've been dealing with this global pandemic for the past, I don't even know, I've lost track of time, y'all. I, I, I think it's been three months now, or maybe even longer than that. But we've been dealing with this global pandemic, and, and it forced us to be out of church, and everything was closed. We talked about it this morning, that one day you were in service, and the next day, bam, we're closed. There ain't nothing you can do about that. They're just saying, you can't come back. And, you know, it got me to thinking, it's like, if we really haven't learned or really haven't come to an understanding of, do we really love Jesus even through this 10 weeks, then are we going to get it at all? I mean, come on. Let's be honest. We spent 10 weeks with not being able to come together, having to watch on this side of the screen. And, and don't get me wrong, I, I love you guys, and I, and I love gathering together, but, but we've got to come to an understanding of, are we, are we loving who Jesus is or just the idea of who he is? Because I'm being, if I'm being honest here, let's, let's just be honest and transparent for just a minute. We've got some people who, at the end of this, were like, man, I can't wait to come back to church. I am so excited to come back to church. And the second that something better comes up, the second the beach opens, you're saying, oh, well, I'm going to go to the beach this week. I'll be at church next week. Let's just be honest. The second something better comes up, Jesus really isn't all that important. The second that, you know, we decide, even, even this morning, you know, maybe some people, maybe not here, maybe not there, but some people are, 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 are thinking, man, should we go this morning or should we just stay home because I need a me day? Just being honest. Should I go this morning? You know, when I, when I was growing up, if I would have asked my mom and daddy if we were going to church, I would have got right hooked across the face. I'm just being honest, because my mom was like, you're not going to come and ask me if we're going to church. We're going to church. And if you have to ask me if we're going to church, I'm not doing my job. We're going because we love Jesus and not the idea of who he is. Or maybe even this morning, some people will come in here and sit here and constantly look at their watch and say, when is service going to be out? I got something better to do. I got something better to do. When's that preacher going to hush up and be quiet? I got something better to do. Have you ever been in a meeting where someone has constantly looked down at their phone or at their watch? How unimportant does that make you feel? <laughs> Makes you feel pretty unimportant, if I'm being honest. And I'm just, bringing, I'm just bringing it me and you right now. If we were in a meeting and you was to constantly look at your phone and look at your watch, I'd get up and walk out probably. Because that makes me feel so unimportant. How, does that, how do you think that makes God feel? You say you love him, but really, he's up there saying, nah, I don't think you really do. You're not really showing it all that well. 
And I'm just, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm just being honest and transparent this morning. You know, we want to say, well, I came to church last week, so I'm good this week. Or I came to church two months, two, two weeks in a row, I'm going to skip two weeks, take two weeks off, and then we'll be back next month. Or I paid my tithe this week, so I'm good. Or I posted my two scriptures on Facebook, I'm okay this week. I let everybody know I'm in love with Jesus, but do I really love him? Do I really love who Jesus is or just the idea of who Jesus is? It says this, in the Bible it says in Matthew twenty two thirty seven. 37, he said to them, this is the greatest commandment, right? He said to them, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. That's the most important commandment. And some of us quote scripture if, it's, if that means something, but really God is saying that doesn't mean anything to you. That doesn't mean anything to you. Because you, you say you love me, but you're not showing it. If I was, if I was to, to tell my wife that I love her, but I never show it, I never bring her home flowers just because. Or I never go out of my way to do something for her because I love her, she would never know it. It's the same way. In every relationship that we ever have, there has to be something or something showing you, showing you that you love her. Find t- I, I put time and effort into knowing what my wife likes because if I do those things for her, she knows I love her. Or even a best friend. It doesn't have to be a wife, a best friend. I, I know what that best friend likes, and I send him something in the mail because I want him to know that I'm, I'm thinking about him, I care about him. It's the same way with Jesus. We have to understand, do I really love Jesus? We can't come to church only when it's convenient for us and then say we love Jesus. You know, it would truly wreck my world for me to tell God how much I love him and then for him to say, but really, do you? That's a hard pill to swallow. That's a hard pill to swallow. There are three things that I believe we can under, come to understand this morning about uh, who, how do we love Jesus and, and three things that, that uh, <clears throat> after um, I was thinking about this, and you can't love Jesus without having intimacy with Jesus. You cannot love Jesus without having communication with Jesus. And the last thing is you cannot love Jesus without trust. The first thing is this, intimacy with Jesus. What is intimacy? It's a close familiarity uh, or friendship or a closeness. I want you to think about, you know, for those of you who are married, who have been married, who are in a relationship or even have a close friend, that closeness. Intimacy with those people requires you to understand and to know who they are. It requires you to spend time with that person because if you neglect intimacy with them, then there probably was no intimacy or closeness to begin with. There was probably nothing there. It was probably just a, eh, I kind of like the idea of having you around, but when when I find something better, I'm going to kick you to the curb. So, intimacy with that person. Some of us are, are so in love with our kids and our wives and our husbands, and there's nothing wrong with that, but the Bible makes it very clear, makes it very clear the word says in Matthew 10, 37 through 39, it says, If you love your father or your mother more than me, you are not worthy of me. You are, you are not worthy of being mine. 
If you, if you love your son or your daughter more than me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you refuse to take up your cross and follow me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life, you will find it. I don't know about you, but I don't take this verse lightly. I don't. I take it very heavily that, that I cannot love somebody or something more than I love the Creator or Jesus Himself. Because if I neglect that relationship, all of my other relationships mean nothing. If, I'm not, if He's not number one, my priority in every single thing that I do, if I get up on Sunday morning and I ask myself, maybe should I really go to church this morning? Then it's probably not at the top of my priority list, if I'm being honest. And not going out of obligation just because you have something going on. That's another thing. We want to say, well, I've come to church. I I serve in kids and I do youth and I I pay my tithes. But that's not intimacy with Jesus. That's just out of obligation. Because if you don't, you feel bad. Being intimate with Jesus is knowing who he is. Coming here with an expectancy of saying, man, Jesus, I just want to know you more. There's nothing in this world that I would rather have than a relationship with you. There's nothing in this world that I would rather have above and beyond you. Father, I just want to be with you. I just want to be in your presence. I just want to, I just want to soak in your presence to know who you are. That is intimacy. Not out of obligation, to something else. We have to have that form of intimacy with Him. Otherwise, it just becomes a, ah, nothing. It means nothing. You can't say that you love Jesus and when, when something else comes up that's better than church, better than church, you have to think twice of saying, well, last week I paid my tithe or this week I'll skip, blah, 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 blah. blah. You cannot truly say that you love Jesus and you're neglecting time spent in His presence, learning to be more like Him. And that goes for Corporate worship, and that goes for in our own devotional time as well. You have to have both. There has to be a both there. You see, I think the church is quick to say, yes, I love Jesus, but, but, but in the, in the, um, some of us question whether or not, you know, do I really love Jesus? Or maybe you come to church, but like I said earlier, you're constantly in a hurry to get out. Like I said, if I was to go to my mama's house and I was like, all right, mom, I'm here. Okay, I'm gone. It wouldn't really mean anything. I come to spend time with that person. I come to his house to bask in his presence, to be more like him, to say, man, I love you, Jesus. You're the, you're the, you're the, you're the king of kings, the Lord of lords, and I just want to spend more time with you. There's nothing more than I want than to be with you in your presence. In your presence. You know, we have, to be, we have to be the example for those. Where, you know, we're sending off our graduates this morning. I have to be an example for those graduates and saying, man, I love Jesus the most, and, and I want you to understand just how important it is for you to love Jesus too because they're going to go off into this world, and I've been in their shoes not too long ago, where they're going to go off into this world and they're really going to be questioned. They're going to have to seek and to find out the truth and everything that they've been taught. And if we're not teaching them here, if we're not showing them by example that, man, I love Jesus the most, I, above anything else, I want to be with Him. Nobody else. With Him. Because I love Him that much, I want to be with Him. I don't just like the idea of who Jesus is. I'm in love with Him. 
above anybody else. We need to wake up from this slumber. I'm telling you, there's a, there's a time drawing near that all of this, we've already seen it. For 10 weeks, we were shut down. What happens if tomorrow they come in and say, nope, you can't have church anymore. What are you going to do then? What are you going to do then? If you're not in love with Jesus, you're sure to fall by the, the wayside. You're sure to just, you're not really going to, you're just going to go. You've got to be in love with who Jesus is. You can't be in love with a pastor or a preacher or a worship team or even the people that are gathered around you more than you're in love with Jesus. If you're coming here just to sit here and to fellowship and to hear a good word and and, and that you love your preacher and your pastors, and I'm glad for that. But if you love me more than Jesus, go somewhere else. Because I'd rather you love Jesus more than you love me. I'd rather you love Jesus more than you love this worship team. Because if you're loving something or somebody more than you're loving Jesus, then you really don't love him. You've got to love him above and beyond everything else. Everything else. Second thing is you can't love Jesus without communication. Sending or receiving information. Now we all know, we've heard, in a marital relationship or any any relationship at all, there has to be communication. Because, you know, you, you heard, you know, oh, the, 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 you're not talking to me over here. You don't tell me what you want. Then how am I supposed to know what you want type deal? Okay? That's the same way. In every relationship, in every intimate relationship, there has to be some sort of communication. It's the transfer of information. I talked about my best friend earlier, so I'm going to get off my wife now. I'm going to talk about my best friend. I have a best friend in Arkansas. We talk on the phone probably three times a week. Three times a week we talk on the phone, and every other day, if not every day, I send him a text, you know, just, hey, how are you doing today? Or, hey, how's this going, you know? But if there was no communication there, I don't have a right to call him my best friend. You can't just decide someone's your best friend and make them your best friend. There has to be communication there. If I don't know that person, if I don't know anything about them, there's no communication there. And it's the same way. Jesus said to remain in me and I in you. That's communication. For if a branch cannot produce fruit, it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. So if there's no communication, if you've cut off, if you've blocked Jesus' number, okay, on your iPhone, and there's no communication there, then what can you do? He can't even get a hold of you. I mean, come on. There's got to be some sort of communication where you're getting alone with Jesus, studying his word, praying and seeking the face of God, whether that's in corporate worship or in your own personal devotional time. There has to be a communication there. There has to be some sort of communication. And that's where we're reading. We're spending time with God. You cannot say that you love Jesus without having communication with him. Remain in me and I will remain in you. I don't know about you, but I, apart from any other relationship in this entire world, you ask my wife, she won't tell you that I love her the most. She'll tell you I love Jesus the most. You'll ask my son one day, who does daddy love the most? Well, he loves Jesus the most. Well, who do you love the most? You love Jesus the most. Because I have to understand that if I don't love them, if I don't love him first, I cannot love them. It's the same way in anything. 
If I don't love Jesus first, then how can I love someone who is straight away from him? How can I love someone who I'm trying to minister to? How can I love you or you or you or you? I can't. If I don't love Jesus first, because it's not, ultimately it's not me loving you. It's Jesus loving you through me. It's not me. Because I'm just like, I'm just like Heath Harris. I don't have this, um, per, I don't have this just love anybody, right? Not, that's not the person that I am. But because of Jesus Christ living on the inside of me, I love everybody. I want to see everybody come into the freedom that I have in Jesus. And I can't show them that unless I love him first. Am I in love with Jesus or do I just love the idea of who he is? There has to be communication. Remain in me and I will remain in you. And the last thing is this. Is that you cannot love Jesus without trust. Trust is this. The firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. That's the dictionary's version. Faith or, or that, that trust is closely related to faith. Because faith, according to the Bible, faith shows the reality of what we hope for and the evidence of things that we cannot see. Right? So we trust in, we have faith in who Jesus is. If we don't trust in him, we cannot love him. If I didn't trust my I keep going back to my wife, but I mean, that's just the example for today. But if I don't trust my wife and there's always that, hey, where are you going? What are you doing? How are you going to get, wh- wh- where are you going? I need to know exactly where you're at, where you're going, wh- what time you'll be there, what time you'll be back. There's no trust there. There's no trust. And I'm not saying that's the same, exact same way it is with Jesus, but we have to trust in who he is. Trust in his goodness, his faithfulness. Trust in the sacrifice that he, that he bore on that cross for our sins and the sins of all humanity. If we're not trusting in that, then we definitely don't love him. We can't love him. We have to trust in him first. Repent and then believe. Being in a relationship with someone without trust or faith in that person shows there is no love and there probably was none to begin with. In order to say that we love Jesus, we must trust and have faith in who he says that he is. There's not love without trusting in Jesus. There's no love without trusting in Jesus. And if you can't trust in him, then who can you trust in? If you cannot trust in Jesus and love him, then who can you trust in? Nobody. Some of us have spent so much time placing our trust in the things of this world, material things, things people say about us, and we've neglected the things that Jesus says about us, and we've neglected loving him first. You know, um, our hearts, some of us, some of us, maybe all of us, I don't know if you're listening online or whatever, but some of us, a lot of Christians have grown cold and calloused to the love, to loving who Jesus is. You want to say in order to love Jesus with your with your whole heart, your mind, your soul, and body, there has to be intimacy, communication, and trust. Intimacy, communication, and trust. Without any of that, it's not possible. There is no love. So today, I want you to ask yourself this question. Worship team, if you could come back today. I want you to ask you, as they make their way, I want us to all ask ourselves, just like I had to, as I prepared this message, I had to ask myself, Lord, do I really love Jesus? As I was riding around on my mower yesterday, mowing the lawn, I'm thinking, why do I love Jesus? 
How do I love Jesus? Am I truly loving him with everything that I have? Because if I'm loving him more than I, or if I'm loving him less than I love my money or my, or my material possessions or even my wife and my son or, or my friends and my family, even you guys, if, I love, if I'm loving you more than I love him, then man, I'm not truly loving him how I should. And maybe it's a reminder today for most of us that man, this is why I love Jesus. Often I have to ask myself, and I said, like I said earlier, it's not bad to ask, why do I love so-and-so? Why do I love Jesus? Let's, 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 let's look at it. Why do I love Jesus? Because of the sacrifice of what he's done for me. Because he paid, he bore all of my sins so that I wouldn't have to face hell, death, and the grave. And I could live for eternity with him in heaven in heaven, worshiping 24-7, seven days a week, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty over and over again. And every time, it's like a new revelation of who He is. That's how I want to love Jesus. Above everything else, I want every time I look at Him, every time I every time I spend time with Him, I want a new revelation of who Jesus is. Nobody else has loved me like He's loved me, and I want to love Him even more. I want to try to outlove Jesus, even though I know I can't. I want to try to outlove Him because He's done far more above and beyond anything I could ever repay. But if I'll just love Him everything else will fall into place everything else will fall into place nothing in this world compares to spending time in his presence and with him this morning this is how I want to end if you'll stand with us all across this way they're going to sing this song I give myself away let's join let's, let's join in worship with the heavens, the holy of holies who have been doing it for all of time. If we could just join in with them, singing praises to the one who is worthy, to the one who gave everything so that you and I could have our life. That should mean something, church. That should mean something. It shouldn't just be a a, a mediocre, uh, give myself away. No, I give myself away because I love you so much. Because I love you. God, I want to serve you. God, I want to spend time with you. Jesus, I love you. Let's lift our voices today. Let's lift our voices today.